Morning, everyone. Um, I'm reading from Ephesians chapter 3, verse 14 to 21, if you want to follow along. I'm reading um, NLT version. When I think of all of this, I fall to my knees and pray to the Father, the creator of everything in heaven and on earth. I pray that from his glorious unlimited resources, he will empower you with inner strength through his spirit. Then Christ will make his home in your hearts as you trust in him. Your roots will grow down into God's love and keep you strong. And may you have the power to understand, as all God's people should, how wide, how long, how high, and how deep his love is. May you experience the love of Christ, though it is too great to understand fully. Then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. Now all glory, glory to God who is able through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. Glory to him in the church and in Christ Jesus through all generations forever and ever. Amen. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Good morning, church. It's good to see your faces smiling while I'm uh, smiling from the outside, but inside it's like a duck, you know, peddling. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's kind of daunting to, to speak in a predominantly Australian white. Uh, I, I love to speak with my own Filipino uh, congregation is like, it's easy, you know, it's easy for me. I can, uh, I'm uh, a little bit more uh, kind of uh, uh, alive and uh, uh, enthusiastic, but facing you is, is a different story altogether. But I love to stand outside the pulpit and, and not hide here because I believe this is... Uh, this is just a tool for us to put our notes, but uh, to be with you is the easiest way to do that, to be part of you. I'm not preaching because I know more than you. I'm here to share what the Lord has deposited in my life. And this morning, I'd like to share some thoughts. I only have 20 minutes, and if I pass 20 minutes, somebody is going to run havoc this morning. She's going to wave her hands. So, you know that I'm about uh, to, to, uh, to uh, kind of be exploded outside the building. So, this morning, um, last week, Greg has spoken the Word of God so eloquently. I'm not as eloquent as Greg. In fact, uh, in Asia, we, we always say this, my English is not so champion. <laughs> no, my English is it's not that good. But I'm trying my best this morning to share the Word of God because Paul says, I don't come in front of you with eloquence, but trusting God by faith that He will speak into our hearts this morning. Lord, I pray that this morning as we ponder upon Your Word, give us a revelation, a new revelation of Your love and Your grace towards us. We thank You in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, last week, uh, this is the... The sermon sentence, I was not here, I was up north, so I'm, 
I, I pick it up and uh, I ask Greg to uh, uh, send to me the, um, the PowerPoint. And uh, here's the PowerPoint. In a sermon, he says, God's love through Jesus includes me amongst everyone. Therefore, I am challenged to humbly serve others. That was his uh, sermon in sentence. And um, I'd like to recap what I got from uh, um, Greg's message last week. He says, the mystery has been revealed to us that Christ has richly blessed us with forgiveness of sin, salvation from death, being made alive with Christ, being reconciled with God, built to be His dwelling place. Therefore, we come boldly and confidently into His presence and not lose heart when trials come. And uh, therefore, we can also taste and see the goodness of God. We are invited to taste and see. It's different to have a knowledge, but it's different when you taste it. I can give you, uh, it's like last February, last year, we said well, we're going to have you, uh, we're going to celebrate our Chinese New Year and we will bring the roasted pig. It's no use for us to show you the picture. We brought and let you taste and see that it's really good. After that, you just have to go to your GP and, and um, check your cholesterol, okay? Because it really tastes good. And um, that's, that's what, what in the invitation that God has given us. Taste and see that the Lord is good. The mystery is solved. So what now? So what then? We're done. Finished. We can go home this morning. Because the mystery has been solved. That Christ in you, the hope of glory. Christ in us, the hope of glory. So the, the mystery has been solved. But this morning, allow me to share, because it's so interesting that Ephesians, that Paul wrote to Ephesians with such passion, with such passion in his heart. In fact, if you look at Paul's situation, he could easily, cannot bother to pray anymore, because he's tied with a with a soldier 24-7 with this chain. And, and yet Paul, in his word, when he wrote to Ephesians, he says, ah, I have this deep passion. You know, I, I have this desire to pray for you. Because there is such a love that comes out from Paul. He loved the church of Ephesians so much. And that's why I was actually kind of looking at it, I said, God, why is it that Paul is so passionate about, about Ephesians? And yet in Revelation, Jesus was kind of uh, reprimanding Ephesians. You, you, now I was asking myself, why is it that Jesus said to the church of Ephesus, I have one thing against you. But yet, Paul was so passionate about Ephesians. Now, there is a window here. I was like asking my question, why is Jesus? I th I, then I came back to this Ephesians if the, in, the, in chapter 3. Because here, God shows us the glimpse of why uh, Jesus reprimanded efficient church. Because in this passage, we will see that the foundation in which efficient and the, the roots where they've been built, uh, built on, upon, is in the love of Jesus. Paul 
kind of planted this church in Ephesians uh, out of that love for Jesus. He built that foundation out of love in Jesus, not just for Jesus, in Jesus. So he's been rooted, Ephesian church has been rooted and planted deep. The foundation of which they were built is out of love, is in the love of Jesus. They were so busy, they were so, it's like uh, every week there, they have so much things going on. But Jesus said, I have one thing against you. I love what you do. You know, it's like here in Billabong, we've done a lot of things. But remember, the foundation in which we as the church of the living God has been founded is in the love of Jesus. For God so loved. That's why Greg was ending the message last week about for God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in Him should not perish but have an everlasting life. We are founded. The church is not founded by celebrity. They are not founded by tradition. They are founded in the love of Jesus. Because of the love of Jesus. Because God so loved us, that's why He allowed us to be part of this beautiful family called church. And in this church, we should be experiencing the love of Jesus. We walk and experience the love of Jesus. You know, in this, I pray this morning that, um, that we be, as a, as a church, that we will be, that we will resolve, uh, we will have the um, understand or comprehend the love of Jesus again. We have a new revelation and experience the love of Jesus this morning. And in return, we are compelled to share this love, to walk in His love, comprehend, experience, and we are compelled to express it to someone else this morning. That's my prayer this morning. I pray that this morning, we will, if nothing else that you will receive this morning, that you will have a new revelation of the love of Jesus in your life. And in return, you are compelled to love someone. You know, I reflect uh, 50 years of John's marriage. I reflect I am only halfway, 25. I celebrated it a few, few weeks ago or last month. I was just wondering why some, a person like me could be loved by my wife. In fact, a lot of people asking, what did you do with with her, that she, you managed to get her? <laughs> Did you put some kind of a potion or potion on, on the drinks or what? No, I, I reflect on it. I think it's because of the love of Jesus, nothing else. You know, when I, if you you've ask my wife, she doesn't, she doesn't like black guys. You know, I mean, black colored guys. <laughs> She's scared about it. But yet she loves me. I hope so. <laughs> 25 years. It's too late to back out now. No return, no exchange. 25 years. I was reflecting. You know, when I reflect on it, you know, the love of Jesus is so amazing, isn't it? That the love of Jesus has, has kind of uh, surpasses every imagination that, that I could imagine. That even for such a person like me, you know, he could love me. And it's expressed practically towards my wife or towards
the people who loves me. My prayer this morning is that all of us, because of the power of the Holy Spirit, we will be rooted again, grounded in His love. And therefore, we are compelled and empowered and enabled to love God passionately and love people practically. I pray that this morning that uh, the passion to love God will be ignited again in our hearts, in our lives. And at the same time, it will be reflected to love someone practically. Isn't it? The, it's so difficult that we can say that we love God and yet we are not practical enough to love someone. And I, you know, to be honest with you, it took us more than a few years to decide that we belong to this family because we experienced the love of the people, practical love from you guys. You know, people stay inside the church, not because of your program and the celebrities, because they experience the love of God practically through every one of us, through every single one of you. I believe that somehow, somewhere, somebody expressed that love. Don't ever forget that. Don't ever give up loving because the fact that you love someone, somebody stayed here and become part of this family because you love them. Right? Isn't it? You didn't come here just for your enjoyment and say, okay, I'm here. I'm, I'm here in Bilabong. It's easy for me to come to Bilabong. No. Somebody somewhere, somehow expressed this practical love to you because of your love towards God. You are passionate enough, passionate enough because you love God and you are willing to invest this love to someone else, isn't it? Even a simple prayer, a simple smile, a simple hello. Yeah. When I came first in this church, it's only to rent a, a room upstairs. And because of this love that Luke showed to me, you know, I was a stranger just looking for a place to celebrate my son's 18th birthday. Showed a practical love by him. said, you can use. It's all right. This morning, my prayer is that all of us will be rooted again and grounded in the love of Jesus. You know, let's, let's look further. Because here, there is the prayer of Paul. It says, I pray, I bow my knees, that the Spirit of God will strengthen us. Now, in our own self, it's difficult, isn't it? I, I, I'm sure you ask my wife, if it is not because of the Spirit of the Lord and the love of Jesus, it's difficult to love me. I'm the, the difficult person to love. I have so much bad habits. I snore at night. It's difficult to love me. Isn't it? I'm sure we have difficulties to love others. I mean, we have two different cultures. It's very difficult to love somebody's cultures too, isn't it? But because the strength Jesus said that the Spirit of the Paul was praying. He says that my prayer is that through the Spirit, your inner man is being strengthened. For what reason? Now, Spirit of the Lord is not given to us just for our display and to, for us to be hello, ho, ha, ha, he, and roll over on the floor or climb on the walls. No, that's not the 
purpose of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit has been given to us for a very simple reason, so that we can be strengthened inwardly, so that we are able to love someone, to express this love to someone else. On our own self, it's very difficult to love, isn't it? Francis would, would tell you that. It's very difficult for Francis to love the Asians because we are so different. But Francis loves me, I'm sure. I'm hope. I'm hoping. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm saying it's very difficult, but is, it says we are being strengthened inwardly. Our reason, our conscience, our will has been strengthened. You know, there is easier now, therefore, a reason for us to love someone. Yeah? It's, uh, it says, and then secondly, it says that so that we can withstand persecution, temptation, fears, and tribulation. You know, in Ephesians, if you reflect, this is what exactly Paul was saying, you know, to the Corinthians. There is a persecution. There is a time of tribulation. We are in it now. We need the Spirit of the Lord to be strengthened, for us to be strengthened. Sometimes it's easy to just give up. You know, seven years ago when God says, you all leave the place where you are so comfortable. I said, God, I'm about to be 50. I'm unemployable. It's so difficult. But my inner being was strengthened to say, God, I'm obeying you. I'm going to follow what you want me to do. The compelling passion that I have is the love of Jesus to go somewhere and bless a nation that needs to be blessed. It's hard for seven years. I'm sure you ask my wife, it's hard. I don't earn much money to support the family because I'm away all the time. But this is the compelling reason because of the love of Jesus, because my, my foundation, the roots where I'm standing is the love of Jesus. Because the love of Jesus compels me. It's so kind of, it's a struggle for me to go, but I have to go because it compels me to. But compared to the love of Jesus, mine is not even able to be, to be almost like, I cannot even tell you how, how small that is. The love of God, if you just reflect the scripture, the love of God is so great, isn't it? It says, then we were, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. That's his life. He gave everything. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son. No greater love than this, than to give his life for a friend. You know, if you look at the scripture, everything about the love of God, I cannot even begin to comprehend. It's so big. It's beyond my imagination and understanding. That's why Paul says, I pray that you will strengthen within, you know, so that you know that you will know and discover the love of God. It's very difficult, isn't it? That's why I believe with all my heart that the strengthening of our inner being will be able to overcome any issues, any struggles in our life. Mentally, we can overcome. I'm sure we will because the Spirit of God is with us, is within us. And we walk in this love, the love of Jesus, isn't it? I struggle. If I kind of just uh, go through my mind Seven years ago, why in the world I, I have a stable job? I earn my salary. 
But yet God says, go. What are you going to do about it? They are suffering. The only hope they have is Jesus. And if you don't bring Jesus, nobody else. Uh, not, not that God is, is kind of uh, short-minded and, or short-sighted that he could see, he cannot see. But on that, that time, God spoke to my heart. So I give up. I went. I thought it was only one year or two years. It went seven years. It was a long time. If not with COVID, probably I'm, I'm still be traveling. But thank God for COVID. For me, COVID is a blessing. God showed me that I need to be here. And that turn, for many times, actually look, ask me, are you ready for, to be part? I always say, I pray for it. Because I was not ready. But because of COVID, God put me in a place where I have to be spoken again and say, hey, you are in this place. Do you really love me? You know, even Peter was asked by God, uh, Jesus, three times. Do you really love me? What, what was Peter's reply? He says, yes, Lord, you know I love you. You really know I love you. And he answered, Jesus said, what? Feed my lamb. That's a practical love, isn't it? If we really say that we love God, he says, that God dwells in our heart or reside or commune. You know, if God is residing within us, it's very easy to love, actually. Sometimes it's, it's a struggle, but it's easier. There is power in the love. I, give you, I, I tell you my love story. When I met Anita, we were living in a, in a, in Singapore, it's a flat. You know flat? I think he was in the 10th floor or 14th floor. I, I cannot remember now. And uh, thank God we are just in the same kind of suburb. So it's like uh, the bus will, like the feeder bus will come and then it will turn. I will drop there and then when I look and turn around, I will see her block. But I can only see a side of the block. Because it's like uh, there's a, another block here before her block. But you know how powerful love is? I don't need to go to sing and see her from 14th floor. I just want to see the side of the block. I'm happy already. <laughs> it's almost like my day is wonderful. There's power of love, isn't it? That's why there's a lot of uh, poem and uh, and. Words that says, you know, I, climb, I will climb every mountain. I will swim every sea across over if there's no rain. <laughs> no, no, I'm just, just joking. You know, there's so much song about love. You know, love is powerful, isn't it? You know, Hollywood make billions of it about love in a movie, isn't it? Last night I was watching, I'm supposed to rest early, but... Teresa, I confess, I didn't sleep. I slept about 11 plus. I was watching this uh, movie called what? Uh, the White House Falling. Oh, no. huh? uh, White House Down. There was such a story at the end of it. Even in the war and, uh, and um, an action movie, in between, there's always love in it, isn't it? 
the love of the father to the daughter, the daughter's love to the father was restored. So I was hooked in there because of the story of that love. I was not hooked because of the, the gravity of the actions, but it was because of that. I was hooked in it. There is power of love. That's why I believe Ephesians, Paul prayed and he said that the Ephesians will be rooted and grounded in the love of Jesus. Because love is so powerful, isn't it? You ask people who are full in love, really in love, no way. You don't give up that love, isn't it? That easily. You don't fall out of love. Because you such have, especially if that love is in Christ, you never run away from love, isn't it? It's a struggle. I don't say that, I don't, I'm not saying that our relationship, my love for Anita, don't, no struggles. We do. But because we are in His love, there's something that is enveloping us so that we can love the most unlovely things in us, especially in me. Yeah? We men have such difficult, uh, we are very difficult to love, isn't it? Man is not agreeing with me, but <laughs> we are so difficult to love. But because the love of Jesus and your love surpasses that things, isn't it? It just just imagine they can love the smell of our socks. <laughs> Yucks. But we can they can love it. You know, they love the snore, the, the sound of our snore. That's the power of love, isn't it? You know, one of the things that, that really struck me is this. Anything else, if you build a house or a building, you can replace anything except foundation. When foundation is broken, you have to rebuild. You have to put a new foundation. This is what Ephesians is all about. The foundation in which Paul built this church is the foundation in the love of God, in the love of Jesus. And I believe that Billabong has been founded in the love of Jesus. Amen? This is the foundation which you have been walking along. You've been building. So regardless of who is going to be here, because the love of Jesus founded this, you're going to stay here. You're going to love the people here. You're going to love the one that God will bring here. Amen? I hope so, so that we feel love here too, as we love you. I pray that this morning we'll have this, that we will be rooted and grounded in the love of God. Therefore, we are compelled to love someone. He says, so that we know the love of Christ in order to be filled with the fullness of God. You know, it's, it's the love of God that, that, that kind of push us and put us so that we become the fullness. We are the... the we can, the people can read us. It's not the Bible that they will look up, but they will read through us the love of God, the fullness of God in our life. It's like we are the living translation. It's not the, sometimes I, I, I wonder why people quarrel about what's the right translation. It's okay. As long as you are being rightly translated in the Word of God and in the love of God. It's all right. Because that translation is much better than the translation of the great scholars, 
because the translation is really your life demonstrating the power of God, the life of God, the character of God. I believe that with all my heart, that uh, the, the reason why Paul wrote this to Ephesians is that I want us to understand the love, comprehend the love of God so that in return we are compelled to love someone practically. So that the honor and the glory will go to God, belongs to God. He says in this verse, if you notice, he says that Christ may dwell. These are informations I put so that we will we'll see some of it. You can download it next time. I'm not going to expound on this because I only have another 10 minutes of two minutes. That's it. <laughs> two minutes. Okay, here we go. It says, may Christ dwell in our hearts through faith. This is what it says. We have to live as a dwelling place of the Holy Spirit. We laid foundations, foundation as our first love with Jesus and we lay hold the greatness of God and we have the legacy to pass on. I pray that this morning, this is what God will do in our lives. That we will, we'll, our heart becomes the living, the dwelling place of our God. And that our the foundation is built on the first love in Jesus Christ. That we will lay hold of the greatness, the greatness of God. And in turn, we will leave a legacy of this love for the generations and the generations to come. I pray that we will not be passing a, 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 a legacy that is only that we have so many things to do. We are doing great on this and that. Or, or, or the building. Or, or how, how famous our pastor, our church is. But we will leave a legacy of the love of God in our lives. And our generations and the generations to come. May this morning... I pray that uh, simply the foundation and the compelling reason why we passionately love God and loving people practically is because we are grounded and rooted in His love. Simply because we have the love of God. We, are, we accept others, forgive others, and now possible serving and loving people. Uh, it, I mean, it's difficult to love people and impossible, actually, but we are now able and possible to, to love people. Now, as I said earlier on, in, in, in Revelation chapter 2, Paul, uh, Jesus reprimanded the church of Ephesus, uh, return to your first love. Your first love is me. You've been grounded to it. You're grounded and founded, so return to your first love. Do things out of love. Lastly, this is how it is. It has to be for the praise and the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. The power to love has been deposited to us. The passion to love, I pray that we will walk in it. And the priority to proclaim His love towards the people. May I pray that all of us will walk in His love. And that we have the power to love others. And to passionately love others and God. God and others, and we have the priority to proclaim the love of God, not just doing things in here. We can do a lot of things. We can be busy, but I pray that we will be busy, but we do it out of love. You know, serving God is not a drudgery. 
if we do it out of love, isn't it? It's a pleasure. You know, in Philippines, I go back there, I restore my sanity of serving God because for them, serving is out of love, not out of because I want to, uh, because I need to, because He wants to, but because I want to honor God because I love God, I love serving Him. You know, here, we travel probably the longest. Who is the longest way uh, travel here? Maybe 20 minutes drive? 30 minutes drive, yeah. Francis, very long. 30 minutes. In Philippines, they walk three hours, five hours to reach church and walk back the same way and serve God. Week day, week out. Week in, week out. I said, God, made this love, this passion, you know, break me and literally renew me so that I serve God out of love, out of the compulsion because I'm compelled, compelled by the love of God. I serve Him. I pray this morning that all of us, as we experience the love of Jesus, may we return to our first love, the very thing, the very first time that we experience it, experience it with Him. That we will continue to love people, love God passionately and love people practically. That's my prayer.